And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from the Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today we are doing Alligator and Alligator 2. Both movies in one go? Yep. What are we, crazy? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, that that tracks then. (laughs) So we've got Alligator from 1980, which of course was the last movie we talked about, but in a very different setting. Yes. Right. And then finally, uh, we have Alligator 2 from 1991. And this will actually be, interestingly enough for anybody who cares, I suppose, the first movie that we have as a crossover between Cadavercast and my Patreon exclusive podcast, Cinemuck. The very first episode we did was on Alligator 2. And a movie called Abominable. So uh, this is the first crossover between those two shows, which I would not have guessed would happen so early. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, you've been on that show, but, yeah, you know, uh, this is the first time that we've had a movie be on both, which is Alligator yeah. 2. So um, last time we talked, what did we cover? Um, what the al- or Yeah, what the hell is Alligator? Yes, that's correct. That's correct, man. And obviously we're down to our one episode a month, like we said, unless we get out a second one. But we are, you know, sticking to the one episode a month. Guaranteed. That's what we're aiming for uh, while Al's doing all of his classes, all of his clubs. How are those going? Great. Yeah. Anything you want to share about any of that? Not really. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, you know, we did mention you're in drum lessons. Do you, did you want to tell the listeners what you're playing in your, well, uh, like, it's like a music class, right? Yeah. It's like a kinda, sort of an extracurricular. We're kind of uh, just learning beats and, like, rhythms and, like, stuff like that, really. Uh-huh. And, like, learning about how music is made and, like, the types of it and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. You'll have to get talking to Andrew Kropel about that stuff. Because he's a musician. I mean, not that you don't know other musicians, Um, but he's, you know, got the whole college degree thing going Mm -hmm. on for him in that regard. So, you know, he could teach you a few things, I think. Mm -hmm. You're also playing the cymbal, right? Yeah. You said you were playing that the Mm -hmm. other day? Like, is that the only day you played it? Oh, no, I played it. uh, I played it a couple times. Anyway, I just figured, you know, maybe the Mm -hmm. listeners would like to hear about the kind of stuff you're learning about. While you're off in the world doing your Mm -hmm. own thing, right? Um, And then uh, dance classes and all of that are still going and going well. Al's kicking butt. He's a tired dude on the weeknights. Yep. Good work, man. Keep it going. Our listeners, I was going to say I'm sure, understand. I hope our listeners understand. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't say with certainty. But um, yeah, so... Let's jump into these movies. We didn't have this in a kind of super planned out format. 
I mean, we talked about doing that, but this episode is coming together real fast because Al's dance class got canceled and the mood struck us. So we're just going to dive in. Yep. And I I think the, the place to start for our listeners is to talk about what you noticed as being the primary differences between your version of the story of Alligator and what the Al is Alligator and the real movie Alligator. Like, what are the things that stand out to you as, like, things you were shocked you got right, but also things that were totally different that surprised you? It's not... I don't really know how to describe... Like, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like, and, well, what... I think the most biggest, like, the biggest difference is that, like, is, like, the people don't really believe it. Like... It's oh, more of, like, the one guy, really, like, our protagonist. Right. Yeah, well, because the alligator in the movie alligator isn't running amok until way at the end of the movie. Yeah, which is right? when it gets really good. That is when it gets really good. You're right. You're right. It's also kind of the same thing for Alligator 2 as well. Yeah. Although Alligator 2 does get, in my mind, as from, like, when I was your age, once... Um, oh, Richard Lynch and Kane Hodder and all them go down into the sewers, you know, to fight the alligator in the second one. Mm -hmm. That's for me as a kid where I got really excited about the movie. Didn't really care about the rest of the movie too much. But once they go down there and they're, you know, um, chucking grenades at it or whatever. And then yeah. Richard Lynch goes in. It's because all of the action in Alligator 2 is like in one chunk. Yeah. Right. So in Alligator, you're saying the big difference is then that. Your story has the alligator be more of a public presence. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you feel about the execution in the movie Alligator? Right. I mean, because. Very you know, good. Really? Yeah. I mean, because one of the things that our listeners talk about is like one day Al's going to see the real movie and he's going to be disappointed or whatever, because some of your stories are really, really wild. You're just really close. Right. So mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on Alligator? Lay it on. Um. So really. The beginning of the movie, it's kind of like just, I don't know how to describe it. Character stuff? Yeah. Okay. Just. <laughs> like story things. <laughs> right? And when you're like 10, maybe you're just waiting for the alligator to yeah. show up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I remember being your age. I know what that was like. Because, okay, let me ask you, this is maybe way early for this. Do you prefer one of one over the other? Frankly, I feel like Alligator 1 has, like, better alligator stuff in it. Okay, so you do like the first alligator better. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right. See, when I was a kid, I watched these on TV. And that's really important for understanding my experience of these two movies, is I would catch them on TV a lot. And there's something about the way that Alligator 2 cuts down for TV that makes it feel, like, quicker and more action-packed whereas like you said alligator starts out with a lot of character stuff a lot of story stuff mm -hmm. and so like when i was a kid i did prefer alligator 2 um but i would have been no i would have been younger than you when i watched alligator 2 i guarantee it i probably would have seen it in like 92 so you know i'd have been whatever like eight at the time so definitely would have preferred uh alligator 2 then I don't now. <laughs> Alligator is the superior yeah, film. But you've got, 
like you've got a big alligator, uh huh, which is, and you've got them going down into the sewers. You've got which is what? No, you 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 just nodded at me. Your our our listeners can't see you're nodding in your facial expression. Big alligator. That's that's pretty very big alligator. Um, when they go down into the sewers, it has I think the cre- the scariest scene. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's real spooky. When like the one scene where they're like they like can't see the map, they flash the flashlight on, and in the back of it, like you can see the two alligator like glowing red alligator eyes. And, like, <laughs> I don't know that like, it's exactly playing out like that, but no, you're right. That's like kind that. of the so spirit. They turn on like the the flashlight for something, and then you can see like just the mouth, of, like the head faintly yeah. of the alligator. Yeah, because it's, like, Ooh, right behind so them in this other part of the sewer, and it's, like, yeah. faces just poking through, and they just accidentally flash their flashlight right behind them for just a second, and it just catches that alligator, and, ugh, that's, Ooh. that's spooky. Yeah. You jumped. <laughs> I did. I really did. <laughs> um, it's a really well-placed scare, too, yeah. because you don't anticipate it. Yeah, I mean, you don't expect the scare to come because it's not a, a scene where you get a bunch of music build up. You know, in some horror movies, it'll like get it, there'll be noise and it'll get really, really quiet, and there'll be like a like, like, the, like a swell of music, just like a just like a droning kind of a thing that mm-hmm. like spook you because you notice that stuff. You're like, oh, the music is telling me something scary is going to happen. Not an alligator, not in that scene. It's just right there. And yeah, and that's extra sick, scary because you don't expect it. Yeah, and I mean it's directed by Louis Teague, who's real, real talented. Um, when it comes to, I mean, frankly, these very specific types of movies. What else did he direct? Do you remember? No. Sorry, no, I don't. Directed Cujo. Why? And Cat's Eye. Two that you really liked a yeah, lot. Yeah. Did we actually review Cujo? No. <laughs> we should get to that sometime. Yeah. Huh? But let's finish reviewing Alligator. Yeah. All right. So, what else do you want to say about Alligator? Um. So we've got that scene, and then, like, the part, like, oh, I think it was was it in this one or was it in the other one? I don't remember. Um, (laughs) We watched these pretty close together, so I can see them blurring together in your mind. Because they were released, like, at the same time by Scream Factory. Yeah, because I don't know which it was, but in one of them, there was the one that looked like it was split screen, but it wasn't. Like, it was cutting into two different shots, but it was actually one shot. What what was happening in the shots? They were in the sewer, and, like, you had a guy walking around in there, and it was, like, two of the little branches coming together, and it looked mm. like it was split screen. I gotcha, I gotcha, where the two branches of the the whole sewer system connected mm-hmm. to the L.A. River, that whole thing, when they go in the sewers, right? And it's got the forking path, that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about? Okay, and so then the line down the middle of the forking path, you're saying, makes it look like they're two shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um. Like, that was also really confusing for me. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't remember which it was, though. So, um, that, sure the first one. I mean, could be either or both. <laughs> I mean, it could be both, mm-hmm. you know? 
But no, I think it would probably be the first one. The second one's not so big on showing the alligator in the first chunk of the movie. You don't get to see it doing too much. Because they didn't quite nail the baby alligator with the miniatures as well as they did in the first one. Yeah. Um, Not to say that they is, is like the same crew. Because it's not, I don't think. I think they maybe have the same producer. That is appearing to be true. They have the same producer, a Brandon Chase. But otherwise, different director, uh, different writers. So very different movies in many regards. But yes. Yeah. Um, Frankly, I think the worst, like, kind of the worst, like, the most like, different part is on Alligator 2, like, you get all the alligator stuff in, like, kind of the middle, really. At the end, it's not that exciting, really. You didn't like all the alligator stuff at the end with the the carnival? Yeah, that carnival, that was really cool, but the stuff before that was, like, I think, like, it wasn't that, like, didn't have as much alligator no definitely not definitely like and definitely not as good alligator sure i mean the thing about the first alligator is it's really really well written yeah it's written by john sales who is a tremendous screenwriter just so talented i'm a i'm a huge admirer of his work and i think his work on alligator is a sign of just how talented he is because his yeah. character work in Alligator is so good, you know? And then the story builds up, like, to this amazing climax. And it's all so unique in the way that it stands out. Alligator's kind of a one-of-a-kind movie in my mind, even though it is just Jaws, right? Yeah. It's just Jaws, but it's really really good just jaws it's like so much its own thing that it rises above the just jaws clone like i think grizzly's a perfect jaws clone yeah because it's just jaws uh, like a bazooka right (laughs) right they bring in bazookas in the second one yeah Yeah, you're right i thought they were going (laughs) to grizzly the grizzly connection did they grizzly it no Um, not in that scene anyway I won't spoil the ending, but in no. that scene, no. I don't remember how it was killed. We maybe won't get into that so much. We can talk about the endings later. But I do agree that ultimately the first movie is more engaging. And it's more engaging on basically, not ev- I wouldn't say every front. Because there's stuff in the second one that I do like that isn't in the first one. But everything in the first movie works. I really don't have a problem with anything in the first alligator. And like the time that I very nearly got to meet Robert Forster, that's all I would have talked to him about. Like if I had actually been able to be on that set with Robert Forster, that's all I would have asked him about, you know, apart from, you know, generally modern day stuff about what he's doing, all that, you know, like a normal human conversation. But in terms of talking to him about old movies, I wanted to know all about Alligator. <laughs> and I also had thoughts, you know, prob- that I probably would have asked him about uh, Avalanche, which I like a lot, too. But uh, what else do you want to say about Alligator? Well, not 
Like, I mean, an alligator too. So we're just going to kind of talk about them both yeah. at once, right? Yeah, like, oh, I don't really. <laughs> when we went into this, uh, like you made it sound like you wanted to talk about both kind of separately, but let's talk about them both at once. I'm cool with that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because the first alligator, we've already said, really, really, really good. We love it. It's very much like the story that you came up with, yeah. only, you know, with some added elements. You got, like, mutated dogs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That we didn't talk about, because you said, what, that it was eating, or that it got irradiated? What What did you say in your story? I don't remember that. Um, they, like, it got really strong, and, like, it was, like, eating the rats and stuff. It was growing right. up, and they gave it, like, it, it made it, like, big and strong. An alligator too. They did. Um, there was chemicals involved. Right. Um, but it's so, like different, right? It's a totally different company. Yeah. They they aren't connected. That's worth mentioning, yeah. right? Like they're by the same producer, but they don't actually like take place in the same world necessarily. Maybe they do. I don't know. I feel like they don't. I feel like something like this happening in Alligator 2, they'd be like, wow, it's just like that time in Chicago, right? Because the climax of the first Alligator is wild. I mean, it's like a thing that happens very, very publicly and to a whole bunch of rich people. So, like, that story would get out, you know? Mm -hmm. What's that scene? Talk about that. Um, um, In the first movie, you remember what I'm talking about? I remember it comes out of the ground and like I remember it comes out of the ground and starts attacking people I don't remember with the rich people he (laughs) Ramon that's its name right Right, remember that yeah (laughs) his name's Ramon yeah so Ramon turns up at a wedding Right, yeah. It's like yeah. the oh, that's so the cool. mayor. That's one of the and, best parts. <laughs> right? Okay. So, like, that's what I want you to talk about because I know our listeners want you to be talking about that scene. It is, I mean, maybe the most memorable thing in yeah, Alligator. Pretty much. Apart from maybe the alligator busting up through the ground like that. Yeah, right? it's pretty cool. Although it's got a lot of great stuff. Yeah, so much great stuff. There's. There's the pool scene. There's, you know, everything in the sewer early on where that scare happens. So much good alligator business going on. But that wedding. Alistair, lay yeah. it on our listeners. So, first thing, like, um, I'm pretty sure it, like, smells the cook. Like, the cook, like, the barbecue or something, whatever they're doing. Oh, right, right. I'm pretty sure it smelled that and thought of it, like, food. So right. So, it came in. And the first thing it does is eat a maid. Right. Yeah, that's a bummer, dude. Leg first. Yeah, eats the maid. Um, Doesn't pay to be, you know, the help staff of rich people, I guess, especially when there are alligators on the loose. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't even eat one of the, like, evil rich people polluting the environment first. Just a poor maid. I mean, but, like... What does an alligator care, right? The alligator yeah. is not like a tool of vengeance or justice. Right? It's just a creature. And the movie does that really well. Mm-hmm. So, it eats and, a maid. Um, legs first. I, it seems to like legs. Right? I, it's really easy to get the 
alligator mouth open and to have a person just kind of climb in legs first and have their arms out going, ah, you know, yeah. like waving around. Um, it, it's a bunch of like, like, uh, serving guys and like, and flings them everywhere. Yeah. Hits them with the tail, like, like a one baseball gets, bat. One gets shot into the cake. Right. One gets shot into the pool. Another one gets shot into like one of the tents. Mm-hmm. One gets shot into a bunch of people, um, just everywhere. Yeah, um, launching people left and right because there are also wedding guests getting launched all over the place yeah. too. Um, like you, uh, he just like just walking through and destroying everything. Yeah, kills both of the rich people. Uh, it kills a bunch of rich people. There yeah. are a lot of rich people in the movie. Spoilers for Alligator. I mean it. It's sort of a subplot more than it is a plot point. It kind of doesn't matter in the overall narrative. Um, the The film is mostly about a cop played by Robert Forster who's trying to figure out what's going on in the sewers, finds out about the alligator, can't get people to believe him, and then eventually the alligator breaks loose and just wreaks havoc yeah. on the city. Um, kills two, like, bad rich people. Well, no, I don't think the mayor's bad. I mean, everybody's kind of bad. <laughs> like, I, I, not all of them, I guess, but, like, the the people who are at the wedding, the are, wedding is for the the daughter of the guy who owns the corporation that's polluting the sewers that created the alligator, and his lead scientist who's in charge of the operation that's dumping, that's, like, responsible for the toxic waste that's ending up in the sewer so but you're right that's like an amazing sequence and really it does bring a lot of the subplots kind of to a close Mm -hmm. in one swoop like this alligator walks into a wedding and wraps up a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of subplot stuff i think literally the same thing just happens at the end of alligator too like it's that same like really cool part but less cool and at the end of the movie. When I was a kid, I actually liked the fair sequence, the carnival sequence in Alligator 2 more than I did the wedding sequence in Alligator. As an adult, I don't know why. <laughs> I All I can figure is because there were rides and like lights and stuff. Maybe like eight-year-old me was just, ooh, pretty lights. But clearly the wedding scene is like just amazing. Yeah. He's hitting... He's using his tail to hit a bunch of guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, though in Alligator 2, he eats a bomb? There's, a, I don't know what yeah, happens like to that eats bomb. A, it eats a bomb, that's for sure. I don't know what happens to that bomb. I think it just chews it up. Yeah. The one thing about Alligator 2, though, that we enjoyed, and we even posted a picture from our viewing of it to the uh, Critters and Creeps Club page on Facebook, where there's just crazy lines of dialogue throughout the movie and we posted a picture of one of the subtitles of one of the wild lines but there's just so much weird dialogue in alligator 2 yeah it's it's crazy do you remember the line um (laughs) um it was how um here's like the whole one how should i know um call the what was it i um Call the zoo? Call- no, call Zebo. I yeah, I, like I'm doing the other stuff. It was like, oh, oh call right, the right. zoo. Um, call the guard. Call, call the zoo. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, call the zoo. You're right. 
Call the National Guard? Yeah. Call Zebo down south. Call Zebo down south. I don't know. That's wild, right? Because then when we get um oh oh Richard Lynch's character turning up with all of his alligator hunters, I don't know. Like part of me assumed that that was Zebo. Yeah. But apparently the call Zebo down south business was because Zebo knows people who are alligator hunters, I guess. But who's Zebo? Yeah. And why are they named Zebo? Right? Like, and what does that even matter? Call Zebo down south. That's what's so weird to it's me. It's like they used a random name generator. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. It it feels like a reference, maybe, that somebody on set like knew somebody named Zebo, or like the writer knew somebody named Zebo, so they put it in the script. I don't know. Um, I don't know why that line would be in there if there is no Zebo that we can ever meet and Zebo is never referenced again. But we went back and looked at the subtitles to make sure we were hearing it right. And the and that's the yeah. name, Zebo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Z-E-B-O. And they're not like saying something totally different that we just missed. Just call Zebo down south. Yeah. Where Where am I supposed to find alligator hunters? His goon asks. And he says, I don't know. Call Zebo down south. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, and the bad guy is played by um, Steve Railsback. We didn't talk about the cast in the first one too much. Uh, Beyond Robert Forster, uh, Henry Silva is in it. But that's maybe the most notable other person here. For me, with Alligator 2, it was always about these uh, bad guy, the bad guy characters, and then the side characters. Um, our lead is a character that I don't really get invested in and in a way that I I can't fully explain. Um I the best I can explain it is that I'm put off by the fact that he's clearly written to be a character who is supposed to be younger? Yeah. Like I think that in Alligator 2, our lead is a guy who is supposed to be much much younger than, you know, than they cast it. Um so that's kind of off-putting, but the side characters have some great ones. We got Steve Rails back as the bad guy who says call Zebo down south. We got mm -hmm. Richard Lynch as the head alligator hunter. And he's his, pretty good. And he's really good, right? Uh, his brother's played by Kane Hodder, who's the most famous of the Jasons, right? Mm -hmm. um, he played Jason three times in the yep. Friday the 13th features. And... Who else? Who am I missing? Uh, D. Wallace. D. Wallace is in there. That's so. I was always amazed that D. Wallace was in it because D. Wallace was in one of my other favorite movies as a kid. Can you guess? Critters. Huh. She was the mom in all the movies. <laughs> um, and she was, and she's kind. Of, she's also a mom in this one, but she's actually a scientist who got, does get to like do some stuff. Like I really, I was like, she looks familiar. Like, but I didn't. Rem I don't actually remember Critters that much. Ooh, we got to go back then because you yeah. loved Critters. Yeah, but I'm like, she we'll looks have to look familiar. at Cujo again because she is yeah. in Cujo. I'm like, she looks familiar, and like that's why. Mm -hmm. Well, she also has like short, kind of darker hair in this than she does in yeah. Critters. I was like, she looks familiar, but not exactly. That's probably why. 
I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and exactly. Not not exactly like that character. Because in Critters, she did have longer blonde hair. But she does look closer to at least sort of hairstyle and stuff. What I guess we would ex- expect. Like she did in Cujo, where she had shorter yeah. hair, I suppose. But like, this is assuming that hair is your hang up listeners that like you can't recognize D Wallace with longer hair. Do you remember the other weird line, though? There's one, the one other weird line, and it's the one that Tyler and I love, too, and you got hung up on it as well, and you kept quoting it again and again and again, just like Tyler and I did when we watched it. Do you remember? No. Involving a fella named Otis? Uh, I can't really do the voice, but it's like, um, Otis was my uh, friend. I forgot. Yeah, Otis was my friend, David. I think his name is also David. They're both named David? I guess so. Um, should I say in the vo- my best voice? Yeah, like do, you, his, do your um, voice, yeah. Oh, this was my friend, David. He didn't deserve to be a toothpick. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I mean, this... And you didn't watch that scene. But I... I, I... Al, cl- Al covered his eyes for that scene in Alligator 2, even though it totally wasn't necessary because it is hilarious um both of these movies are rated pg-13 as well uh no that's not true i'm sorry the second movie is rated pg-13 that's what i meant to say and the first movie is rated r but it you know kind of plays like a pg-13 movie in many ways they're very similar and that they have different ratings is kind of weird yeah when you think about it yeah they kind of feel like the same to me yeah they they really do except alligator 2 feels more like I don't, and I don't know that it was straight to video, but it feels more like a direct to video sequel, um, or at least like a smaller theatrical run, or just a smaller the like run and release in general of some kind. I don't know. Maybe it was made for TV or something. I doubt it, but something like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like. It really does feel like it's not as big a production. As the first one, despite the fact that it does have the whole like crew hunting down the alligator and everything. And I think it goes back to what you were talking about, the general lack of the alligator in Alligator 2. Yeah. Mostly we're running around with um, El Solo Lobo, right? Mm -hmm. Our lone wolf lead, David. But Mm -hmm. yeah, and then everything's real awkward around it. I don't know. The The movie's very strange, Alligator 2. Um, for more of my thoughts, listeners, if, you know, <laughs> if you're a patron, you can go listen to everything that I have to say about Alligator 2 on Cinemuck. But, uh, let's keep talking now about your thoughts. Um. Because you're spacing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I... It's been a long day, I know. Yeah. Um. You got nothing else? Yeah. Mm. No. Uh, well, which one, then, do you prefer, and would you recommend either or both of them? I would. I prefer one. I would definitely recommend um, both of them. I'd recommend if your kid is definitely younger, two would be better. Probably, um, yeah. But I do recommend one more than two, but I do recommend two. So, yeah. good. You know, and I wonder if my appreciation of the second one as a kid was because it is rated PG-13, so it probably got shown on TV more. Also... It would have been shown on TV more because it would have been a recent movie. So they would be showing it more. Like if they showed it on like HBO or something like that, they would have shown it more. 
So it does make sense that I would like Alligator 2 more by virtue of the fact that I probably watched it 10 times more than I did the first one. So, you know, I think that probably accounts for it. Yeah, definitely yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because I've been sitting here the whole time trying to figure out why, as a kid, would I like Alligator 2 more than the first Alligator? Um, and it's not that I sought out either, particularly. If they were on, I watched them. Like, But I think I just caught Alligator 2 many, many more times because by the time I was watching Alligator 2, it would have been 12 years after the first Alligator. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. The code has been cracked. Mm-hmm. Alistair, do you want to move on to the segments, man? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So, beastly best. And you said we're going to do one for each movie? Yeah. Okay. So, for one, the wedding sequence, the wedding sequence. Like. Wedding sequence is the coolest mm-hmm. bit, 100%. Yeah. Like, no not, even a, not even a question. No. And, it, and it's also because it is so filled with things. Yeah. It's not just the alligator does one thing. The alligator, like, lays waste to this party. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of the best one for two. Uh-huh. I don't really know. Don't know, huh? Well, okay, let's run through the stuff that the alligator does. It kills some fishermen. It uses Otis as a toothpick, which you didn't watch. We didn't finish talking about that, but Al got spooked because of the way that the scene is filmed. It's like real dark and it's set it, you know, in the sewers and, you know, lit by firelight. And so when it goes to show the alligator, Al got kind of like freaked out by sort of the, what what would you call it? Like the atmosphere, the yeah. buildup? The atmosphere. Yeah. And so Al covered his eyes. And as soon as they showed the alligator using Otis as a toothpick, as we mentioned before, I lost it. I was laughing so hard. It is just hysterical, this alligator with the dummy in its mouth. So you didn't get to see that. But like, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like when we watch the movie again, you will totally see it and you will laugh so hard. It is... Mm -hmm. Because the build-up to it is like, like you said, you know, it's really scary. Um, and again, you closed your eyes, right? And that's how it builds up to it. And then it's extra funny because it's funny and it shouldn't be. It should be scary, but it's hilarious. Right? So it's like extra funny. Yeah, I feel like Alligator 2 is more funny. Really? Yeah, it's in some, some places not intentionally per se. Like it's, And that's some what makes weird. it more funny? <laughs> yeah. It's not intentionally funny. In some places, for sure. Man, Steve Railsback has real rough hair in that one, though. I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but he's got, like, really, really long hair. It's very, like, early 90s hairdo. He's got longer hair, but then it's, like, it's all slicked back, but then his sideburns are shaved off. Like, like shaved really, really short. Not shaved off, like Wade Boggs or whatever. <laughs> like, shaved really short. So he's got short sideburns and then really long everything else. It's weird. Yeah. I don't I don't get the 90s, man. I was there and I didn't understand. <laughs> so you don't have a, a favorite one for the second one no. yet. Okay. Um there's also the sewer where they try to throw uh, grenades at it and it doesn't phase it. Yeah, then, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like definitely that? yeah, definitely okay. that one. Yeah. I I would say as a man like, looking back on my love of Alligator 2 as a kid, um, the sequence at the carnival stands out. But equally, 
the scene in the alligator's lair with uh, Richard Lynch and Kane Hodder and all yeah. them, you know, uh, hunting the alligator. That whole like scene with them in the lair is really fun, too. Yeah, so, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm also very torn. Alligator, it's very, very clear that the wedding is the best part. Yes, definitely. Alligator 2, I don't know. Yeah. But it's not to say it's bad and that it no. doesn't have any good things. No, it has a lot. It's just, it's hard to pick between them. Yeah, there's, and I guess, you know, and here's maybe why. Because a lot of it is just this stuff happened in Alligator, so we're kind of doing it again. You know, with yeah. a different context. That's kind of what Alligator 2 is. Yeah. With more real estate <laughs> discussions. <laughs> but and I a think, little less Alligator. And a little less Alligator. And I, I think that really diminishes the effectiveness yeah. of some of it. Especially when you've recently seen Alligator. Um, but to that end, the one thing that the movie does have going for it that the first one did not is the whole crew of Alligator Hunters going in after the alligator into the sewer mm -hmm. the the first movie instead brings in henry silva who's like the first movie's quint kind of he only shows up like right near the end of the movie we don't meet him any earlier uh, but he shows up to hunt the alligator and it's just the one guy and he, he recruits some like local youths to kind of help him out a little bit but in alligator 2 it's a whole crew of alligator hunters mm -hmm. so that you know what? I'm going to give it to that. I'm going to give it to that sequence. That's my beastly best because it's the one, the one sequence that really stands out from the first one. But. Time to get spooked? Yep. Okay. Um, first one, clearly the part with the alligator. With the flashlight. And, um, two. I'll, you know what? I'll give you Otis. I, I will actually give you Otis. Yeah. And, and it's the build up to Otis yeah. that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Because it really is spooky. I don't think anything else in the movie is really scary. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe the guy's going into the sewer to hunt it. But, but that's like, not scary at all. It's not really scary. It's more cool, right? Yeah. And I, like, it really is a fun part of the movie. The build up to Otis, the reveal of Otis, which is hilarious when it happens. But the build up to it is spooky. Yeah. yeah. Um. But. That's it? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what segment is next? Uh, funny Bones. Funny Bones. Uh, uh, I said one. What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> I said something was really funny. What? Did, oh, Otis. Yeah. Otis is hilarious. Uh, for one? You know, Robert Forster's character is really, really, really compelling. In no small part because Robert Forster was a tremendous performer. But, like, he has a lot of little quips that are really funny. Yeah. I mean, he, like, the his replies to people are always really funny. And I don't have a specific one, but his character definitely, made me laugh. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. You know what I think really was the funniest thing to me this time around, though? Was realizing that the alligator's name is Ramon. Yeah. That, I mean, I I probably process it every time I watch it. Probably. But, like, it really struck me as hilarious this time. That yeah. The alligator has a name, and its name is Ramon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is pretty funny. Yeah. 
Any other ones to lay out there? Not really. Okay. So then we've got one segment left. And you can either do both movies or pick one or maybe find maybe find a theme that's the same in both. But let's talk scream themes. Um Well I'm trying to think of how to put this. Is it for both or just for one of them? Both. Okay. I'm trying so to think combined. how to put this. The Lesson of the Alligator series. Yeah, I kind of can't think of how to put this, really. Do you um, want some help? Do you want to try explaining to me yeah, what you're thinking? Like, um, kind of like, really with the chemicals, like, don't do that, like, kind of like... Oh, it's a sort of a cautionary like, thing um, about polluting the environment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you hurt the environment, the environment attacks back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, 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 100%, that's totally there. Um, and, and, of course, that's also a theme that isn't in Jaws, which both of these movies yeah. are effectively Jaws clones, right? I mean, Alligator is definitely its own thing in many, many ways. Yeah. Um, alligator 2 is aping Alligator in many, many ways. So, you know, they definitely stand on their own. But, but Jaws did not have that element related to, like, toxic waste and stuff, mm-hmm. which this one does. But you're right. There is a lesson to be taken away from both of them that if we treat nature poorly. It'll, like, if we, if we hurt nature, nature will hurt back. Yeah, exactly. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, things like alligators and whatnot, man, it's all instinct. Mm-hmm. There's no reasoning capabilities. Yeah. I like that, man. Well, there you go. Alligator and Alligator 2. Um, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this. We didn't really talk about it at the top, but part of the logic of this episode was that Al's story was so close to the first alligator, it just felt weird talking only about alligator. Yeah. <laughs> so we agreed really early on, once Al watched Alligator, that all we would be doing is just talking about the same stuff again. So at least this way we got to compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. I think once we do tackle multiple movies in the future like this again, we will just plan on them being more of compare and contrast mm-hmm. than talk about one than talk about the other. Because I think that's how you work best yeah. on these. I think every time we get into an episode where we talk about two, we end up comparing and contrasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's plan on that in the future. Yeah, definitely. It also may be a kind of thing that we can do more often now that we're down to... Uh, one episode a month because of your classes and your clubs. Yeah. We just take it and we just take the two ep- episodes that we normally do, put them and make them one. Or we could even do lists of ranking franchises oh, and yeah. stuff. Like we could watch all the Critters movies again and rank all those or yeah. something. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. You want to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm really into this mm-hmm. idea. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into the ranking these franchises that you can watch. Um, and maybe we'll get way out of like left field and rather than do just franchises, we'll take all of the movies in like that um, Sam Katzman box set with like the giant claw and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We could, we could yeah. do, you know, rankings of that sort. I, so, you know what, listeners? Yeah, we'll we'll start maybe doing some rankings. Mm-hmm. We'll look at that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Well, bud, with that, why don't you tell our listeners how they can support us, where they can find us online, all of that business. Um. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash word salad. You can find us on Twitter at 
Cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Instagram at cadavercast. You can find us on Facebook at the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. <laughs> yep. I, I forgot. Join the club. Join the club, yeah. Email. Um, yes. You can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com. You can find and buy our merch at teespring.com slash cadavercast. There you go. There you go. You made it through. You made it through. It's been a little while. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has. Um, and we've also been sitting on this episode for a while. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, listeners, we are going to continue with the one episode a month. If we get out an extra one, it'll just be a bonus. Like, that's that's kind of how we're looking at it now. Um, especially given how difficult it was for us to record this particular episode. We watched these movies two weeks ago? Yeah. Give or take. Um, and there are a number of other reasons that, like, you know, we can't record entirely any time that we want and... We can't get into it without getting very, you know, personal on, like, family stuff or whatever. So, you know, hang in there, listeners. Bear with us. If you have questions or concerns about our uh, new revised schedule, hit me up. You know, like, let's let's chat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know that people are but, upset. But, but yeah. I mean, I am. You know, like, I'm upset that we can't put out the kind of stuff that we wanted to, um, that we've always wanted to. But I'm not upset that you're taking the classes. I would much mm-hmm. rather you be in the clubs and take the classes because that's what you want to do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I am sad that we're not recording as much. But I'm very happy to see you doing so well in so many clubs. This is not something that Alistair, when we started the show, could do. <laughs> but here you are doing it. Mm-hmm. So really proud of you, man. Looking forward to whatever it is that we come up with next now that we've got new ideas, because let's face it, who the Al is was kind of running a bit dry. We still got some ideas for who the Al is, yeah. but not a ton. Yeah, um, the river's running dry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It's like the, you know, the um, L.A. River. Or the, you know, Chicago sewers, whichever you want to call it. Something. Because <laughs> the, uh, the the gag there being that the Chicago sewers in Alligator are really the L.A. River. And then the related yeah. drainage areas. Mm-hmm. Not really a joke. We're done. That's it. Whatever. Al, go ahead. Sign us out. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We love ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Oh, this was my friend, David. He didn't deserve to be a toothpick.